Hi, my name is James Shepard, and in this short episode today, I want to talk to you about the American Express court case that just went through the Supreme Court. So this is the Ohio v. American Express, and I want to talk about what this means for the future of payments as well as the future of cash discounting, because there are some very interesting insights that can be gained from this particular case and the majority opinion that I just finished reading in order to make this episode. Payment processing, as we know it, will be disrupted at some point. The two questions are when and how. With the ruling on Ohio v. American Express, we learned that the Supreme Court is much less likely to be the how. We also caught a glimpse of how cash discounting may eventually be viewed if taken to the Supreme Court. Amex doesn't allow a merchant who accepts their cards to steer a consumer towards another card, like Visa or MasterCard. The Supreme Court decided this was not anti-competitive. A merchant accepting Amex is not allowed to have a sign at the counter that reads, we prefer Visa or MasterCard, or a fee for using Amex, for instance. In the majority opinion, Justice Thomas not only sided with American Express by allowing them to keep these restrictions in place, but he went on to explain how the court views credit card processing in general. Here are a few excerpts from the majority opinion that you might find interesting. First of all, the court views payment processing as a two-sided market. Quote, Amex operates what economists call a two-sided platform, providing services to two different groups, cardholders and merchants, who depend on the platform to intermediate between them, end quote. This is an important precedent because it makes nearly impossible the task of proving anti-competitive behavior by any payments company. Such a suit would now require that actions or policies are proven to be harmful to both consumers and merchants. If you charge a merchant more money on a particular card and then pass that additional money on to the consumers in rewards, the consumer benefits. So it's not anti-competitive. If you lower rewards and thus lower interchange, the merchant benefits, not anti-competitive. Secondly, our industry is sufficiently regulated by competition. The court doesn't need to get involved at this time. Quote, the plaintiffs did not offer any evidence that the price of credit card transactions was higher than the price one would expect to find in a competitive market. Now, keep in mind, this is American Express we're talking about, which has the highest fees of all the card brands. So if you are worried that the Supreme Court was going to crack down on our industry as a whole or make a landmark ruling that would upset the status quo, it would seem that your fears are unfounded, at least at this time. Because this decision was 5-4 along party lines, meaning the conservative judges voted in favor of keeping these provisions, uh, the more liberal-leaning judges did not, Well, it would appear that the court's not going to change its decision for quite a while because another conservative judge is about to be appointed after Justice Kennedy and his resignation this last week. Cash discounting also appears safe for the near future. Now, if I was an attorney for Visa and I saw this case, I would immediately want to file a suit that claims that Visa's own anti-steering provisions, which prohibited surcharging, should be reinstated. However... This case would not be taken by any court, and it would be lost for two reasons. First of all, the federal government already has a law, the Dodd-Frank Financial Reform Act, with the Durbin Amendment, where it specifically allows merchants to steer consumers towards cash payments. Secondly, this is really interesting, probably the most interesting thing I found when reading this uh, majority opinion, 
Take a look at what Justice Thomas had to say when justifying the Amex anti-steering provisions. Quote, the anti-steering provisions do not, however, prevent merchants from steering customers toward debit cards, checks, or cash. So it would seem that the Supreme Court, in justifying these anti-steering provisions, specifically outlines the concept of cash discounting here and says, we believe Amex is on the right track because their anti-steering laws do not prohibit cash discounting in any way. It would seem that if Visa and the other card brands decide to take action against cash discounting, their only viable option right now would be to petition states to create state laws that would tighten regulations around how cash discounting is implemented. Our Congress recently had the opportunity to wipe out the Durbin Amendment. This was a hot topic on Capitol Hill. I even posted some articles about it on our blog at ccsalespro.com. But the amendment was left intact, and it seems unlikely that this debate's going to resurface anytime soon. If Visa decides to go on a full attack against cash discounting and claims that processors are taking advantage of the surcharge ruling to add consumer fees to all car types, not just credit cards, as was previously agreed to, they could risk the Supreme Court ruling against them in order to level the playing field for Amex, which already allows steering to cash regardless of the car type. I personally don't think the Supreme Court would even take this case just based on the opinion that I uh, just finished reading from Justice Thomas. So a very interesting case for the payments industry. I always like to stay up to date on this stuff. Again, if I had to summarize it all into kind of like one sentence or two, I would say, you know, the Supreme Court at this time considers our industry to be sufficiently regulated by competition. They do not look at it as any kind of collusion going on. They don't look at it as, you know, these, uh, you know, provisions that, that you know need to be revised. Um, it was just a... You know, when you read the opinion, you kind of really got the idea that the Supreme Court looks at our industry and says, okay, the payments industry is transactional, it's two sided, it's well regulated by competition, we're not going to do anything about it. I mean, that was pretty much what I got out of it. Um, And the other thing I got out of it was cash discounting. I mean, I just feel like it's really going to be hard to find a way to get rid of it. I mean, so yeah, Visa and MasterCard don't like it. And I think it's interesting that a lot of industry insiders right now are like, oh, Visa is going to take action against somebody and they're really going to do something. They're going to do what? Who are they going to take action against? What are they going to do about it? I mean, really, the Supreme Court doesn't want to touch it. The courts you know, don't care. There's already a federal law that allows you to – that specifically says that no merchant shall ever be prohibited from being able to do this. I mean, what are they going to do? You know, they're going to sue individual acquirers? Okay, well, that's going to take forever. They're going to, what, go to each individual state and try to you know, get regulations to tighten the way it's done? I mean, yeah, you could do that, but that's going to take forever as well. I mean, what are they really going to do about it? So, you know, I, I, I really thought this this was an interesting opinion to read. It could have gone either way, and the way it went and the opinion that was written definitely left me with the impression that our industry is on a good footing in terms of regulation. I don't think we have any, any big issues coming down the road that I would see at this time. And also the cash discounting is uh, is sitting pretty as well. My name is James Shepard. Hope you have an awesome week.